Konnichiwa, mushy mushy, and what's bonking out there, internet land? How we doing? How we doing? Welcome back to another episode of the No Skill Podcast. Today's a very special one, ladies and gents. We have a very special guest accompanying us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Arbiter King. How you doing, man? Say hi to everybody. I'm doing grandy dandy. Your okay, average enjoyer of click clacks. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Avid enjoyer of click clacks and pew pews. All right. I'm doing pretty good on, the, on this panel. Uh, for uh, for those oh, of you yes. at home that don't know, he is uh, he's quite good friends with Ghost.Mini. We had him on a few weeks back. So uh, this is uh, this this is all about you tonight, bud. So let's give the people the rundown of like you know, tell them who you are, tell them what you do. Oh yeah. So uh, I do the musketeer avatars for vr chat um i'm a big fan of black ops 2 and the division i kind of like doing some techie stuff so i'll make avatars with realistic reloading drones be able to call in like helicopters and mortar strikes and all sorts of cool little things to make you turn a black cat into a call of duty lobby um all that fun stuff and then lots of customization (laughs) that's the beauty of having pvp built into the avatars you can turn any any world in vr chat into a call of duty match that's so awesome i I, I did try to add like healing and stuff to some things uh was that i did have one avatar where you could like wrap bandages around your arm uh to heal yourself that one's kind of uh, it's still got to get fixed a wee bit but (laughs) that's the beauty of it is um the PvP, I, I run like a bunch of like uh, social events for these uh, because they have a lot of gameplay built into them, so we can use any map we want. Uh, a good example of this PvP system, it's cross avatar. So we do stuff like um, we have Wendigo avatars or like a goat man that I made, uh, and his claws can swipe people and it'll cause like scratch marks to physically appear on the avatar uh, and stay on them until either the avatar is taken out or pvp is disabled and you reset health and all that kind of stuff so we'll have like a bunch of these like scientist civilian avatars like running around like a mansion or something like that and they're getting chased by loads of cryptids that can swipe them kind of went for a bit of a dead by daylight vibe with that guy too big old like gush of blood and then some like dripping and stuff so (laughs) sick i would have a full panic attack Oh yeah, yes, exactly. Many people do. The most recent one, uh, I made a map uh, that is supposed to be pitch black. It's supposed to like test out the capability of like the quest compatible night vision I have. Um, so we had the survivors, which I gave like a dinky little like '80s flashlight or something, um, have to run away from the uh, Wendigos and stuff, and I just. Decided to start playing like some Wendigo screams faintly um, in the distance with like my voice mod to uh, scare the hell out of the survivors. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my anxiety is playing up right now. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we'll turn it back. Turn it back. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just... yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm from yeah, the culture. So... I know a thing or two, and my instincts are just like, get out. It's not a joke anymore. Get out. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I run uh, I run the Musketeers uh, group for VR Chat, and um, they uh, main thing is like it, it's a place for us to all come together for um, you know our, our fan of anything like military or just uh, 
even monster a little bit uh, to kind of just come together and be able to implement that in avatars that are still like uh, unique and original, but also pay nod to things. Um, I have like some avatars that can equip like a division watch, some that can swap out their little musketeer patch somewhere on here, right here, uh, for like uh, SCP Mobile Task Force One, so people can, who are fans of SCP, can roleplay that. I have one in a hazmat suit that can swap out for like some backrooms logos and all sorts of stuff. Oh, my hand's going off to the side here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a place for us to all like come together and be able to uh, mess around with all of our favorite stuff that we geek out over so <laughs> dude that oh, yeah. is so legit holy crap like the person that's standing we, we have immediately so yet have... oh sorry continue continue uh oh i was just gonna say the um, person that stands out uh, to me is just like just like ghosts you guys share the same like passion and enthusiasm i see you fucking yeah here, asshole it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because um uh i started making avatars this uh like march of last year and uh, the amount of people i got in contact with just exploded and just like having someone teach me how to uh get like just shooting particles done and giving me a really basic flashlight prefab for my avatar to add flashlights and stuff exploded into like realistic reloading and using that same basic flashlight prefab that guy gave me and turning it into um, night vision and thermal vision and target markers and all sorts of cool stuff to highlight players and all just insane stuff. Um, Dope. Yeah, so I, I find that like each person I got in contact with, uh, each of us avatar creators all kind of generally had like almost like this, uh, uh, you, you could call it like a, a super or superhero backstory of sorts. We all had this one motivation, this burning passion that made us like uh, start making avatars because no one else made it in that kind of way. Uh, for Ghost, that was Call of Duty avatars. Um, for myself, it was realistic uh, reloading and all sorts of just getting done, guns done right kind of thing because um, I'm a big old gun nut for... Um, realistic things like Tarkov uh, and all that, so extensive uh, modding in Fallout 4 to make everything realistic, despite it being an arcade kind of survival yeah. game. Uh, but yeah, we all, we all have these burning passions, and it, it's kind of really crazy to see the, that motivation uh, be so um, bright in each creator, and very specific. And uh, what I was saying was... Um, for like the, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, no, no, no. It's all good. Uh, please say what you're saying. <laughs> I was going to say, I appreciate it, especially like between, uh, between you and Ghost with the whole like adding in those extra features of being able to like tack reload or even reload in general and then having to do certain uh, like hand motions to actually shoot uh, like shoot the gun. And then I saw you before we uh, were recording, you were like quick ejecting magazines and then putting them back in as a man that was in the military and had to do it firsthand. I'm like, holy shit. That is uh, incredible. It's absolutely yeah, one thing I started doing back. I started doing recently was making it so like um, for the uh, last couple avatars I've been um, making it so you kind of pull like an onward or Pavlov where you reach physically where the magazine is and you grab it and then toss it out or you could do a gesture to just drop it uh, but some players are a lot more basic with their stuff so I'm making toggles that work side by side with that so you just have to do like a quick little rock and roll and it'll 
reload your gun for you. Uh, for those who are less gun nut than myself <laughs> uh, and don't really want to do all that like racking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's all there. There's also yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> I heard someone bragging uh, in my world about. Um, yeah, this avatar doesn't even need a reload, and I was just thinking to myself, wait, doesn't that mean that like there's less effort put into the avatars, less real? I don't, I don't see that as a brag, but that's what some people like. So yeah, this no, one doesn't run out of brag. ammo. It's like, well, <laughs> this one doesn't run out of ammo. It's like, well, this isn't exactly like a balanced feature. This isn't like Call of Duty where it's like this avatar is the meta because you don't need a reload. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but it's amazing. It's all for the uh, avatar emer- creators emergency. put so much like effort into their avatars, like between you and Ghost, like especially like you two do some of the best, I'd say, military themed avatars I've seen so far. Especially um, on side of Ghost, he makes the best Call of Duty avatars I've seen in a anywhere because I've been to a lot of different worlds that offer COD avatars back when I was first starting to play VR chat. None of them came close. You are like super realistic yeah. with your stuff and I absolutely love that because I love those type of games. I love Pavlov's. I love the onwards. I love all that type of realistic stuff and it's just amazing to see that being translated into VR chat where you don't see that anywhere. Yeah, because um, parameters and like conditions and stuff is like second nature to me. And to talk about Ghost for a second, I mean the man flexes and he makes a freaking avatar. He, he's got volume. <laughs> he's got so many uh, COD avatars and you know so many of us. I, I know, especially the newer creators, but like definitely us. Uh, uh, fellows like myself who would just appreciate him having the models uh, readily available for other creators as well. Things like uh, taking the knee pads here from a model or something. <laughs> yeah. But just simple stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it's like VR chat, it's you upload your stuff from Unity, a game design engine. So um, I, I find that you can implement so much game design into VR chat and you can just take it essentially straight from a game and um, get all the mechanics and stuff. One thing I've, uh, for the longest time, I've been kind of wanting to work with, but I've never really had the uh, uh, time to do so, was uh, I've been debating on like importing almost like a Pavlov or Daisy system straight into an avatar, because mm. um, essentially you just add like these little circuits that are like damage over time. And you do that for hunger and thirst. Uh, I figured out how to do like simulated um, liquid physics and stuff for bottles if you want to do drinking and things like that. So add bleeding with like axing people like in Daisy, that kind of stuff. Like, Yo. I've been re- really wanting to do that because if you go to the Outlands or something, then you could like definitely have a whole bunch of fun with oh, that yeah. kind of that, stuff. I can only imagine just the, the role playing like Milsim you can do with that type of thing. Yeah, I don't know how much customization like a... I can add from Daisy because <laughs> oh, yeah. they got they got so many outfits, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember back, <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I used to join those type of servers on Armor Three. Just people just going ham with like the mill sim stuff, and it was very fun, very interesting, and I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. 
Then um, Arma, that's called? a game I haven't heard of in forever. Uh, never, never got to uh, playing the Arma games. I've always been a console gamer for the most part uh, until I got like a PC uh, just when I started making that, avatars and whatnot uh, last year. But that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't Batch get Tarkov, Wars. but it wasn't infatuated by it. So, my stuff too was always doing stuff like, um, well, I've, I've always wanted, I, I always love customizing stuff, so I, I always used to play the heck out of um, Fallout 4, and there was a point in time up to when I got a PC where. I knew like every single mod on the Xbox Fallout 4, like Bethesda.com thing by heart and mind, like every single one, because I would go through Mm -hmm. every new release and find the best mods for like implementing Tarkov stuff into Fallout 4 and uh, doing stuff like realistic ballistics and just making it a hellish game. So uh, realistic ballistics, like Walking Dead, uh, simulated frostbite. uh, Oh, man. What's it called? Um, I had like realistic healing, so instead of just like stim packing, it was like dig bullet out, wrap bandages, use blood pack, take painkillers. Okay, you're good. Um, Damn. And yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. and Gas Mask of the Wasteland was the last one where you have to manage your oxygen like in Metro. So realistic stuff, and then all the gun mods would come in, but realistic stuff uh, with a lot of like military things and just turn it into Tarkov. I played the game for like two years without finishing it after I finished it like three times or something like that, but two year period with no no fucking um, missions done for uh, uh, the actual quest and stuff. It was pure just survival game. It was just single player Daisy pretty much. <laughs> uh, so I got a quick question about that because these guys know yeah. I have a bit of an issue with Fallout. Uh, I'm addicted. Mm. And <laughs> Did you use the uh, Skibata weapons pack that brought in all the modern military weapons? Yes, absolutely. It was very finicky, I think. It was, it was the um, like modern military weapons version, whatever, and it came with like hundreds of guns. Mm-hmm. For yep. me, it didn't. It had very buggy reloads and all that kind of stuff. Again, another motivation for this stuff was my issue with like you'd you'd grab a street sweeper and you'd like rack it back like a bolt action as you rack the air and it's just like oh man that hurts yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like rack, it, it was whatever you had one of those quantity for quality things for sure yeah exactly yeah but like yeah sometimes the the quantity was just too um too good to decline so i would run that a lot because i'd be like ah glocker ah this exotic pistol ah this exotic shotgun by name oh i love these calibers of any machine for every bullet type blah 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 all that stuff so (laughs) i did very much enjoy that um there's one more mod uh it was called wild wasteland and it took the balance mechanics out of the game Yes, so, I. Oh my! It God. is. It, I love that one. For for my stuff, it was always a fight for fighting like the default settings and difficulty stuff for Fallout because it's like I want to get like three shot all the time. Please don't make it easy for me, <laughs> exactly. and I don't want I don't want my stuff to like save constantly. So I, or like uh, I don't want it to be unplayable, but I want it to be difficult. So if I walk through the open without checking something and I get one hit through the head I want to be set like three minutes back and not three hours so I had to do a oh, bunch of I'd be, I'd be pissed. yeah 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the beauty of it is because it doesn't feel good to like two shot every enemy unless you yourself mm-hmm. are getting two shot in my opinion. So I like, I like ballistics feeling like ballistics. That's why I like modern warfare is like quick time to kill and stuff. Cause I really don't like putting like free shotgun blast from point blank in someone and just being like, man, I must've given you one hell of a haircut. <laughs> like, Oh, or Warzone currently, where headshots don't kill anymore. I mm, mm. oh, with the uh, sniper rifles and whatnot. Yep, yep, yep. It's never been like, too much yeah, of a sniper as, person. As a sniper, like as a snipe, as a sniper in, in Call of Duty, honestly, getting a headshot is not hard. So I, I kind of understand. Like that shit was running rampant yeah. in Warzone One, but at the same time, if I have a big boy, big caliber sniper round, and I put it in your crane. You should be <laughs> missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was always on the opposite spectrum of that. I have a really close net squad where we all complement each other really nicely. One's a hardcore sniper, the other's like a good heavy boy, and uh, I, myself being a bit more of a shotgun rush with shield kind of fella. Um, I don't really use the shield too much as a melee weapon. It's more, of a, it's more of a supportive item to me. Uh, buddy gets down in an open field. You sl- uh, no, no, no. More of a, your buddy gets down in a field while you guys are running away to find a building for cover. They get down in the open, you pull out the shield, and you sit down crouched and cover your buddy as he gets to cover for you to like resin and whatnot. So, always cool. like uh, what? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta support your your fellows, your comrades. Um, oh, so yeah. I never noticed that thing, but I've definitely heard my my sniper buddy uh, definitely bickering about it. <laughs> uh, if I, headshots I, if I, if don't I, one real shot, quick, real quick. So let me just give you the rundown of, of our squad real fast. The fast, <laughs> uh, the fast paced sniper, the sniper that rushes. Um, psyched that he found an RPG. <laughs> Where the fuck are my plates? I need plates. <laughs> That's it. Do, do, you, do you use snipers from point blank? <laughs> I am a quick scoper. Is that what I'm getting at by the fast blank. sniper? I'm a quick scoper, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, my buddy always gets so mad at me when I, when I tell him. <laughs> to me, snipers are shotguns and shotguns are snipers. Because... Uh, <laughs> Point blank, go burr with Barrett, uh, fifty cal. <laughs> We're and, all um, together. <laughs> one thing I, I will always, um, always find hilarious that I have over him with that saying that that really sets it in stone is that uh, not only did I get this kill, but he was the one I killed for a one hundred and like sixty eight meter uh, kill in Battlefield Four on Gullman Railway with like a UTS twelve using like oh buckshot. I, oh, I just aimed yeah. up. I saw, I saw the line aimed upwards and just sent so many pellets raining down while he was long. <laughs> and I was just watching the tracers go down. It was like the 300. I blocked out the sun with pellets. <laughs> I'm Johnny Alfield. This is So, I, I love, I love, I love one buckshot hat. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah, when I shotguns love have range. Realistic range is nice, but absurd range is beautiful, especially with buckshot. I'm not a fan of slugs. I I, th- I find pride with buckshot kills from like 70 meters and stuff like that. That stuff's fun. <laughs> <sighs> Damn. <man. laughs> what?
I just want to. I just want to talk me for about like. Oh, oh, you said man. I thought you were about to say something. No, 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 no. Well, so many words. The, oh, man, so many just, words that the child safe uh, part of, of the internet cannot out have. Of the two, <laughs> out of like the two arcade modern shooters, I swear I always give Battlefield the props of actually giving the shotguns range. Because oh, yeah. Call of Duty, they disappear. I don't know, the new Bryson <laughs> can hit pretty damn far. <laughs> I don't know about Modern Warfare too much. I, I haven't seen um or I haven't tried too much with shotgun sniping. I did get like a hundred something meter kill in Warzone with um explosive slugs on the AA twelve because I was trying to use it as a mortar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I swear, like uh, if it's not a slug or explosive slug. If it's not like <laughs> a slug or the explosive rounds, I swear those things like damage drop off the boat oh, disappear dude, I, past like twenty meters. Anything uh, anything anything that is like semi auto or like full auto that you can put slugs on, I will use as a mortar ten times out of ten. I got a DAO twelve uh, kill or the striker striker twelve guys street sweeper in Battlefield Four using that thing as a mortar because you can see the tracers so uh, fluently and whatnot as they like come down. My buddy was uh, mid execute or mid knife execution. Someone's about to uh, like stab him in the neck with the melee animation and whatnot. And as as he was in the middle of the uh, animation, the like uh, explosive slug perfectly just dropped onto the enemy's forehead, like mid <laughs> execution. Uh, ah, I love shotgun sniping. It's beautiful. <laughs> They're so practical, so flexible. <laughs> Now, when you say when you say shotgun sniping, the one thing I, do, I want to touch upon, just because you did mention it earlier, uh, yep. were you that uh, on Black Ops Two? Were you that guy with the slug KSG, just you know, bopping people from spawn on Nuketown? No, no. Are you? Ham- but I will say, I I went I went ham. As I said, I'm a I'm an avid enjoyer of the buckshot, so I went uh, M1216, like the burst shotgun, just sending people back Ooh, to spawn on Nuketown. That, that was my thing. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, my G. Yeah. The uh the burr shotgun. Love that thing. Nice burst. Um Alright, so then since we're since we're talking about Black Ops 2, and we and we talked about this with Ghost, now I want to I want to pick I want to pick your brain as well. So well we already know that uh that Black Ops 2 is your favorite COD. I'm safely assuming this. Indeed. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so then yes. um So give me I, w- I wanna know. Like, what is your what is your what is your favorite map? And then, what is your what is your what is your primary kit? Between, like perks, tacticals. Are you are you? Oh like, uh, yes. Six perks and no and no secondary and no attachments <laughs> whatsoever. What what are we looking at? What are we doing here? Your pick ten. Alrighty. Yes. For those. Um. Guys. Yes. Yes. Bring it back. For me, I always I always liked uh, the. Close range and far range. So I'd do DSR with um, the M1216. So that I loved raid. Was it no? I think it. Yeah. Oh, I forget the name of the map. Um, raid, raid was the one with the the Lamborghinis and Bugattis, all that stuff, right? Yep. Raid. Yeah. That one. That. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of the. the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of the one with the destroyed town. It has like tanks and stuff on the outskirts. It has one big building in the uh, center with um, uh, two vag. Oh well, I'll go with raid here. Oh, Ra- raid's a uh, fuck. Standoff. 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 That's it. That's I, it. I, yes. I love. 
I I love standoff because you use the M1216 to fight your way to the enemy spawn, and as soon as you get there, with all that close range like going uh, room to room and around corners, as soon as you fight off everything with close range, you swap from the M1216, you go up into that little watchtower overlooking like the main um, uh, second lane of the map, you know, uh, where you have this perfect view down, and you yeah. just swap the DSR and just you know just click on their heads, just click on the heads. <laughs> Uh, that's my I'll most ideal. Download it. Uh, <laughs> best zombies, in my opinion, too, because uh, it was the perfect balance between like I don't feel like looking up the Easter egg, but I want perks and cool stuff, and uh, I want to have a complicated Easter egg to get all the shiny uh, extra weapons and all that kind of stuff. Blunder Gat, Acid Gat, yeah. um, that kind of stuff. It's a perfect balance, in my opinion. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still such a zombies noob. When I first started playing, like trying my hand at zombies on Black Ops 2, all I thought I thought it was just a survive until you die game. So I was that dude that was just buying a gun off the wall, killing zombies, getting money, buying the buying ammo off the wall, killing zombies, getting money, and buying ammo off the wall. I didn't know there was perk system. I didn't know there was a pack-a-punch. I didn't know for, oh, for one of the maps in, I want to say it was Black Ops 4, there was a way to end the game. I had oh, no yeah, idea. Yeah. I was just buying guns and killing shit. Yeah, Black Ops 4 is where I started falling off a bit too much, because that was where Easter eggs started get, to get like super intense. They were already getting like, uh, ramped up with Black Ops 3, in my opinion, um, because you had to do like all... Solid I'll use uh, most of the the Iron Dragon. I forget what the actual German name of it. The castle the, map for Black the, Ops Three. Horizon Trucker. Go no. Um no. I think it, that, that was the Russian yeah. one. I'm thinking of the German one with the castle and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, that's correct. I think that was Horizon Trucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that one it was like, okay, you want the bow? It's cool. Uh, find this arrow. Uh, do all this weird stuff with urns. Do parkour for the wolf one. Um. I think the fire, uh, what was it? Yeah, you had to, like, snipe bonfires for the electric one, like, way out. And it's just like, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I was <laughs> I was like, dude. This is straight up, like, I, I, I'm housekeeping a castle right now, man. I'm moving turns around. I'm lighting, I'm lighting the fire, keeping the temperature all nice in the mountains here. And, oh, let's clean up this pile of bones over here. <laughs> like, dude. Why the hell am I cleaning in zombies? I just want to kill zombies, man. (laughs) I always Uh, got the lightning one because that was the one I knew. (laughs) If if anything, Uh, lightning bow. But I I do agree with your uh, statement on Black Ops too, because I feel that that zombies, those zombies maps were so much more fun. So fun. I remember the. Hours yep. we played on Buried, Origin. Like, they were just so fun. Yep. And so Dude, even Transit, Barry. as simple as it was, it was good. Yeah. And because of that, Transit I so recently got Black Ops even. 3 on sale, and I was like, I'm going to mo- get so many modern maps, and I've just been having a blast. I <laughs> just want to shoot some zombies. Yeah. So I'll get on Black Ops 3, shoot some zombies on modern maps. Yeah. I'll go on the Dome or something. <laughs> Kills on with like MW3 guns or something. I don't know. I know a lot of people are diehard for even the uh, the newer games and whatnot. Uh, I don't think 
anyone's diehard for the Vanguard one, but I haven't seen too much for that. I do know that people are falling off on like Black Ops 4 and uh, Cold War because uh, Cold War made it a bit too easy. Um, but uh. yeah. Zombies are zombies. I, I think even if I if I dislike those games and I don't think they flow as well and all that kind of stuff, I think it, I'd, I'd still have a f- uh, fun time with anything really, just queuing up for zombies. But quality, Black Ops Two, Black Ops Three, Mint. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> yes, but Black Ops Three on its own would be pretty alright. But the fact that they made it so you can mod maps, goaded, awesome. Yep. I love that they did that because they, they haven't done that since World of War. So I was like. That's awesome. We got a new game with new toys to work with. Yeah, yeah allowing modding is that just the whole modded maps. Just real mm. quick interjection. I I love that it's bringing back content creation too. Hell, I was watching. Uh, yeah. I was watching uh, Wildcat just play zombies with the guys, and the map they're playing on was uh, was a modded map, and it was inside SpongeBob's house. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this wasn't in the game. Excuse me. Hold up. Where was yeah. I? Yeah, allowing Where? modding is allowing people to build a game within your own game, and it yeah. gives it just endless years of fun and good times. Because even things like Insurgency that were made, not Sandstorm, but like, you know, good I mean, old, even before Black Ops uh, 3 came OG. out, people were still making content and maps for World at War. It was still very strong. Yeah, yeah, like, World at War is still, like, super alive with that kind of yeah. stuff. And it's just like, seriously, okay. if, if you allow modding, and like, it, it's such a, a outstanding place. You're creating an entire new space for like a community within your community, and it's just amazing. Yeah, it's am- hence it's modding awesome. on VR chat was nice before they took it away from us. <laughs> Bastard uh, tried. Fucking. <laughs> uh, I just started uh, using. I liked my too. EMM. <laughs> Same. Oh, uh, it was that. so good because um. We, we we would we would run like our combat events and stuff for the musketeers, uh, and our admins would have EMM, so we could um, because it's kind of like airsoft and stuff for when we're doing PvP events without the PvP built into the avatars, because some of my avatars don't have the resources to do so. It works off of a contact system, um, so sometimes newer avatars that don't have it, we would just like be able to clip through the walls and stuff with EMM and just be able to watch. Yep, here's the bullet line here. Here's the last guy alive on this team. And you got two people over here. This guy's stuck over here and needs to be told to respawn. All that kind of stuff. And you just had clear view of like the entire map. And then they took it away. And then uh, we had to get creative with avatar creation to be able to like notify it. Rounds over. We're starting a new one. And have that kind ever, of stuff. So I have like have a thought about, shockwave uh, on my avatar that will go through the whole map. But, have you ever thought about taking it all to like... Dope. Like chill out or something. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we do like a campfire and chill uh, event and stuff where we get our community together and we um, talk <laughs> about like anything from just relax. <laughs> I'm rela- so yeah. sorry. I, I should have <laughs> yes. been. should have been more specific. Oh, I, I thought. Oh, I was, uh, asking. Yeah. Have you ever thought about taking it all to like chill out VR? Oh, um. I have thought about that, but I mean, the main thing is to me is everything when I do these um, avatars and everything, it's I want it to be able to get to quest, which yeah. is, I believe, the majority of VR chat right now, um, <laughs> yeah. because the main thing was when I first got a PC within my first week or so of having it, I uh, like made an avatar and I experienced PC VR for a little bit and that kind of stuff. It was my first PC. Uh, and it was like the first week I got it. Um, and the main thing I 
experienced while looking through all these really awesome military avatars for PC only was, man, this thermal is so cool. This night vision so cool. Wish you could see it on Quest. <laughs> so um, it, it was that kind of spark uh, that was a motivation for me that I wanted Quest to be able to experience really neat stuff um, from, uh, you know, night vision and thermal vision to things like working heartbeat sensors for Quest that you could like scan like uh, pulse from Rainbow Six and stuff like that. So chill out VR it yeah. seems like a really neat option. Um, but until it actually gets to Quest, I, I don't think I'll be moving with that kind of stuff, or at least until it becomes like, I yeah. don't know if it's in community labs or anything like that right now, yeah, but is all, main is thing all, is I want, nice. I like to work with the Quest audience. Yeah. I don't know. And I totally get that. <laughs> I totally understand that, especially since they're a huge audience. I was only asking because I know a lot of other, yeah. a lot of communities, a lot of VR communities, especially when the mod uh, or the, the anti-cheat came in. A lot of people mm. were like, all right, yeah. so we're going to hold these type of events and chill our VR that's PC only, and then we're going to have these same events, but with a larger audience with, like, VR chat. Yeah, some exactly. <laughs> Some go even yeah. harder core and go to Neos, but that's a whole different monster. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think the it, it just... It's groundbreaking for Quest to have all this stuff, and it really is uh, heartwarming to see people be able to uh, experience cool stuff in VR chat because it's such a already built up game. And uh, I remember one I made like the the first Quest compatible avatar that had night vision and stuff. Um, we were able to bring a, a bunch of our Quest fellows that are all freaking out about it into horror games, and we're all stomping around with our military avatars with like nods down and stuff, yeah, being able to see in the yeah. dark. So, you know, probably probably scaring the monster more than you know the monster was scared. Us, but <laughs> so it's like they're getting it, it's all over like... again. <laughs> uh, I remember one really uh, fun experience was uh, when I first made the working heartbeat sensor on like this sniper avatar. Um, uh, it was the only thing that I got working on the avatar the day it was uploaded. Um, and it only works with certain conditions. So everyone has their avatar interactions on, so it can detect people. You have the avatar shown and all this kind of stuff. Um, but since, you know, everyone in our events needs to have that stuff for the PvP to work, we all had it on. So we played a game of Infection, and um, as it whittles down all the, the zombies and whatnot, we had, like, one zombie left and, like, five survivors and we're all sitting in the the lobby of this mansion map we're all scanning the heartbeat sensors no heartbeat in the attic no heartbeat in the basement there's a heartbeat in the greenhouse he's in the greenhouse <laughs> and everyone starts <laughs> running down. So, 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 really do enjoy giving uh, that kind of experience to to quest and whatnot and quest would certainly be a lot different without this kind of stuff so you know it, yeah. it's a big moment to say too. And I just want to say thank you for uh, for wanting to like do all this uh, way. It's more fun and immersive for Quest users because uh, up until I got my PC about two months ago, I was essentially a, a solo Quest user. Or if my roommate wasn't home, I he said I could use his PC, and his PC's not the best, but it can handle. So for the longest time, these guys these guys can attest to it. When we're trying to like do podcasts or they want to take me to certain worlds, I'm like it has to be Quest friendly, and even if Oh, uh, we yeah. were going to worlds that had both circles, the blue and the green, for uh, saying quest friendly. 
nothing will load in for me. We went to this one uh, bar. Yeah. Walk, and yeah. All I saw was just a blue room. And I'm like, so much request yeah. friendly, yo. Fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that experience uh, but the opposite where it's just like, hey. Where it's like, hey guys, check out this cool warehouse. There's a bunch of like candles lighting all the area. It's like relaxing, apocalyptic a little bit. Everyone's like, dude, we're standing in the void. And I, it goes back to that moment, like in the oh, first week, yeah. I had my my PC and stuff. Where it's just like, it's cool. Wish you could see it. <laughs> it's like I hate that stuff. <laughs> Wish you were you know? here. So, <laughs> yeah, at that point, like if you, yeah. if that, at that point, why even make it quest compatible if they're not gonna even be able to see the world itself? It's just a void. I mean. Because yeah, I mean the main thing is that implies because quest compatible only implies you can spawn in. If he couldn't even spawn in, it would kick him back to home. Nah, that it's, it's more so shit, just meant for in. um, yeah, so that you can join up on your PC buddy, and uh, it guarantees that you won't crash because you're not loading anything other than avatars. But <laughs> you can still check in on them and that kind of stuff. Maybe it's relaxing looking at uh, blankness. <laughs> I was jealous. This man's admiring the atmosphere, and he's just like, "Oh wow, this place kind of cool. They got they got uh, they got like tablecloths on top of the tables. We can sit here too. There's like eight uh, there's eight spots we can sit in. I'm just sitting there, blue uh, blue world. Like, wish, yo, I bet that that sounds really nice right now. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> apparently not." Yeah, so I I definitely appreciate for all you quest users out there. This man takes time, but this man is doing doing his best. Having his team, they're doing the best to make shit more compatible for just straight quest users. Because the quest is fine. Nothing against quest users. But if you can't yeah. quest link in at some point, I recommend it. All my stuff my on my avatars. Changed. If I can't get it, if I can't get it on quest, uh, then I don't put it on the avatar. Period. So that everyone experiences. Um, uh, a synced experience of course Ooh, one could okay. you know hear that and be like well if you have the space on the uh on the pc you should add more stuff and it's like well sometimes i'm at a limit for like fizz bones and like it's so much stuff that the more stuff i add on pc that other people can't experience is wasted effort to me because that means that i'm adding things that people won't see because most of this is experienced by uh, quests and that kind of stuff, but yeah, if I can't get it on quest, I don't put it on the avatar. Um, which you know, I do have to dumb down a lot of graphics and stuff. So if you do quest link your thing and then you know, like check out the musketeer avatars uh, from a quest perspective to a PC perspective, it's like cool graphics. But you know, that's about it. <laughs> so actually, have to, if you guys don't mind, I want to pick your brain about that because nowadays with fandom and content creation, a lot of people don't plan on it but they do create a little bit of a class system of oh you can only support this much you don't get to see all of the videos or you don't get to go to all of the events and, and i don't oh, like yeah. that personally i, I think yeah, you're walking a know. very good path of no we're doing this we're doing it together we're laughing we're smiling i'm not trying yep, to squeeze 100%. you for every nickel and dollar you have yeah yeah for the yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what the, the Musketeers uh, was made to be all about, is it's just like, I, I don't like the idea of um, people getting excluded from events if they didn't go through numerous amounts of training, and uh, if you did something IRL that made it so you're not here, you gotta do push-ups, and I don't think that, like, logging into VR chat, um, anything should be 
taking up your time out of it. I don't think you should ever be mm-hmm. expected to to be in the place. And you know, we're we're pretty loose with our admins. Our admins um, generally show up all the time just because they they want to be there and whatnot. Uh, we don't like force everyone to to come along and that kind of thing because it it's there for if you pop into VR chat, you can experience the community with us. If you don't. Enjoy whatever you're, whatever else you're doing. We're not going to expect you to do anything. We're not going to punish you for doing anything. V- you're you're logging into something to relax, and it shouldn't take up your time out of it. You know, because whatever you're doing, do what do what you want to do, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Yeah, all inclusive. <laughs> not enough people think like that these days, man. Everybody is so yeah. all or nothing, especially with especially with like. <laughs> military communities because like geez man i remember uh i, I had a community that was... oh yes yes oh, oh it's, it's oh practically the, practically like a bit of a virtual step of airsoft as i said our stuff is very airsofty <laughs> you know you see yourself get hit you call your hit uh respawn and that kind of stuff but um no I, I i did have some admins talk to me about how they wanted to do a collab with their community and i sit in their server to kind of get a look at everything of course um there's a lot of like downtime of uh, uh, we're doing our own thing, we're running events I'm making avatars, they are doing their own thing and there's a lot of time before we actually get together for a collab and plan a perfect time so within a lot of that like downtime I'm like looking at their server and I see like you know, so and so didn't behave so now everyone has to recruit so and so amount of members and do PT and all this kind of stuff and I'm just in there like man that is that is not our vibe that's that's not <laughs> what this is all about. That sounds pretty atrocious. Not that like you know maybe if it works for your community then awesome man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think like that's not what our stuff's all about. Cult. Yes, yeah, the bingo, yeah, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I so. don't know. I ain't a specialist. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely a lot of military communities uh, within VR chat, and um, you know, there's definitely something that unites all of us because we all like pew pews. But at the same time, there's a lot that just take themselves too seriously that they disrespect their members and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, the members are what makes your group up. You can't they outnumber you as admins. You, you have to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> like you have the power, you have the power to take like disciplinary actions, but like that's that's gonna be remembered, you know. So, <laughs> like I still, I still remember, even though, even though it's technically not VR related, but on the same line of people like taking their like their factions and fandoms a little too seriously. Uh, and uh, if, if if you know who you are, because I know you watch our stuff, shout yourself out in the comments. <laughs> um, Halo Reach. Uh, I was a part of a clan that just took the whole competitive play thing a little too seriously. Like I'm talking, there were members, the high-ranking members that were like mm. wanting to yell and scream. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm in the military. I'm in my. I'm. I'm I think I was like 20 years old. And I'm like, I'm getting screamed at by a 16-year-old that doesn't even know what yeah. he put his underwear on this morning. All because he's yeah, been here longer. I- Maybe that's just uh, uh, sci-fi communities of sorts uh, with Halo and Star Wars, because I've heard that mainly with Star Wars. I hear that's quite uh, toxic, especially for Avatar creators. And hey, man, I, I haven't been a part of one, so tell me if I'm wrong. But um, you know, or your opinion, whatever. Uh, but you know, I, I, I hear a lot of to yell at Fraser. 
<laughs> oh my god. And I've seen him <laughs> just level people, like physically just level people twice his size with no effort. <laughs> He's terrifying. <laughs> Love him to death. Shout out Fresh. Yeah, what is it? Um <laughs> Yeah, what is it? The um, Star Wars community, from what I hear from uh, uh, one of the Avatar creators for the SCP stuff, Brandon, was uh, he said that everything was um, very like lock and key for knowledge for Avatar stuff. So if you wanted to know how to do so-and-so particle stuff, then you wouldn't really get told because it was very competitive, best Avatar creator stuff. And that's one thing that uh. I... I that that's a huge portion of my avatar creation stuff is just like let's get our stuff out there so people have easy access to like cool stuff make it so you have all your your neat uh shooting particles and night vision um well, well say that dude but like I I had someone say that um uh his shooting particles which are just realistic tracers were like his his calling card of avatar creation despite it being widespread on pc and stuff like that um mm. and after a very kind gentleman mr lemon can i believe was his name uh, or his exact name i don't remember uh lemon the amazing gent that he is uh gave me a shooting particle which kickstarted all this stuff off um a lot faster <laughs> and a lot better and um <laughs> Fantastic, Gent. And uh, once he put his particle out there, we started improving everything and making it so more people could access it. And it's essentially the exact same thing as that dude who was trying to essentially copyright what tracers looked like. And I'm like, dude, you can't. Tracers have a distinctive look. You can't. It's an IRL thing, man. So uh, that's a that's a big uh, <laughs> pain. But so I could see yeah. that because do you know anything about yeah. the Star Wars community IRL like the cosplayers? Um, not too much, but do tell. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Oh, we so go. there's different clubs. They have different sects. They're organized into different legions, and some of them are really cool. Oh. I've seen them do charity work, and I've seen them do like cool fan things. But at the same time, if you want in, you can't just make your own suit. It has to be done by this person. It's got to be authorized by this maker. And if it does, it's not up to snuff. You can't get it. And it, it's so insane and ridiculous. And even the local organizers. And I know you know my name. I don't care. I'll still yell at you again. Oh, well, we don't really want to. <laughs> this is a real thing. This is a real thing. Uh, like, Jerry. Well, we want this. Well, they're like, oh, well. <laughs> We want X amount of people to do Old Republic stuff because we're doing Old Republic stuff. And when me, Frazier, and like three other people show up, they'll actually get upset and be like, guys, we wanted Old Republic. And all the cosplayers in the area are younger people. They want to do new Star Wars. And that's fair. And I'm not going to beat them up for it. But when the community Damn. leader is like, ah, we made a request for people to show up. I'm like, dude, you got six diehards right here we'll make some magic happen now shut up and get in the pictures or in the photo booth we're gonna make this shit good and <laughs> the, the community just has weird levels of elitism and i i can see it transferring to vr chat very easily because it we can have a disagreement but nobody can walk up to your face and like actually no. bother you about it it's no uh, unless you put on the best, the- then he could kick your ass 
<laughs> yeah, I could get my ass kicked, but I can't retaliate back. I'm not falling into that chat. <laughs> Damn it. Although, if you guys ever wanted to just light me up with one of your avatars, I'd be down. I think that'd be funny as shit. Firing I'll take you squad. up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, we, can find, we can find a way to make that content. I'm sure we could. <laughs> Boy, take you a cool uh, mortar barrage with one of my avatars. the target range. Gonna take one of you <laughs> to like one of his like PvP events. Have you feel everything? No. <laughs> this is the Wait, you got a haptic vest? Yeah, he has a haptic yeah. vest. Do you have a haptic vest or something? So now <laughs> so he will definitely know when he's hit. And I don't I don't want to be <laughs> mid-conversation and DJ just reaches over dead arm and I'm like, stop not dealing with that. That's right exactly now. why I want you to do it. <laughs> Fine. Next next podcast, I'll set up the haptic vest before we record. I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. There's another one Ben's on either. I'm making an addendum to that. Ben's not allowed to come in here. But <laughs> you still need to get his ass. <laughs> Dude's got cardio. <laughs> And just get one of my abbeys with the uh, mortar strike and I'll like, physically explode. I made a mistake of playing Warhammer 40k Battle Sisters and just <laughs> sitting on the storm bolter with the haptic vest. My bones are rattling when I got done with that shit. <laughs> it's so much fun, but afterwards, like, ah, my insides kind of hurt. Shit. Last thing he, last thing he hears before the haptic vest melts is just animation 130 above. <laughs> oh my uh, I've been, I, I have been debating on adding like some cool uh, cod core, uh, score streaks to my my stuff. I want to do AC one thirty uh, soon. I'm gonna probably do it in two Ooh. different ways. Like you could uh, have the little like score streak pad, and then you click it and stuff. But I also want to make it so there's like a little backpack that you can like click a seat on, and it'll just like if it detects a player in that seat, it can um, like do the little animation so you can be in the cockpit as it fires so that'd be kind of neat um, that'd, be so sick. that'd be so sick because i have been exploring the the possibilities and stuff with um seats which oh man took like three days straight of troubleshooting to get it to work i wouldn't say perfectly because it's still very flawed it has like four seats but i have a helicopter that you can grab like a, a flare off your character's back grab the cap ignite it with the cap uh, and if you sit there for a couple seconds, you'll have the helicopter fly in, rotate, descend, and it'll sit there with the little repelling rope. You click it, and then it'll sit you down at the door and the seats in the back and stuff. You can only fit four people in there because, holy crap, three days of troubleshooting just to get the seats to work. But <laughs> uh, if you extinguish your flare, then you have your buddy or the uh, helicopter uh, ascend, rotate, and then it'll do like figure eights around you up in the sky, um, which, yeah. again, quest compatible. So, so super so. neat, but it opens <laughs> up the possibility right to do an AC-130 stuff. I also kind of want to do door gunner stuff, so that might be a possibility. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Hey guys, I'll oh, go yeah. back to Furry Worlds if we're allowed to bring the AC-130. <laughs> uh, if you could shoot it, that'd be even... Sorry, we'll see, we'll see how door gunner stuff works. We'll see. How. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm setting conditions. I'm not saying it's out the. Out the yeah. You know, rules. I'm not implying kid. anything. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> I just I just, want to talk. I just, I just socialize starts revving minigun. I just want to socialize. I swear. Don't worry about what's uh, happening right here. Okay, just talk. Talk to me. 
All right, real quick, uh, we we've been here, we've been in here for about forty five minutes. I think it's time we take a quick short interlude. Brandon, would you agree? I would agree. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a quick, quick mention, uh, moment to mention uh, the sponsor of today's video, W.GG. Let's hear from them. Take it away, Emo Bushido. Hi, Internet. It's me, your boy, DJ. I'm so sorry for the interruption, but I really do hope you are enjoying what you're seeing. I just want to take a quick second to let you guys know about our official partnership with W.GG. If you want to get your hands on some good gaming energy supplements, head on over to W.GG and use our code NSE. That's the letters NSE at checkout for 10% off your total order. Thank you for listening and thank you for supporting. Now let's take it back to the boys. And we are back. Thank you again, Dubby, for partnering with us. You guys are absolutely beautiful, and I hope your cornflakes taste wonderful. If you want to get your hands on some good subs, you know what website to go to. You know what code to use. You're beautiful. All right. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Hello, hello, hello. We are still here with Arbiter. We are still talking about the cool, fizzy things that he can do with Avatar characters that I don't have the, the brain capacity to actually articulate when uh, it comes to coding anything. Yet this man's about to put an AC-130 in an avatar in VR chat, and I'm here for it. So let's yes. so let talk to you. So uh, one of <clears throat> if you don't want to spoil like like spoil anything or tell or like give ideas away, then then please by all means. But like, what would be your ideal or or if anything like your passion project have avatar like what are what what are, what are they looking like what are they wearing what guns are they rocking what are their what are their what's their perk package are they gonna have explosives <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there's a there's a good bit of flexibility with everything and um i will say one project i am looking forward to and i mean i'm open about all this kind of stuff i don't i don't um uh, care about the spoilers too much because i like people to be able to look forward to it um it is a bit down the line, but I have a shotgun specialist that I kind of want to work with because I figured out how Ooh. to uh, keep the memory of what payload you load into the shotgun and stuff. So I want to make it so you can like flip it on its side, do like a little competition reload with it. So you can load buckshot, slug round, dragon's breath, dragon's breath, slug round, slug round, and it memorizes it every time you rack it because uh, that is going to take a good bit of programming. Um, or more time. It's not too complex, but oh, I I would definitely love that because um, you know it's uh, very similar to um, what is it uh, horseshoes uh, hot dog or hot dogs horseshoes and hand grenades that one. Um, I I love I love the memorizing payloads and your shotgun stuff. So I'll probably rock with uh, that nice little Spaz twelve on them. Give them like a Modern Warfare two riot shield like the OG one, the little clear one. No, yeah. Um, yeah, I think clear. that'd be super cool. Yeah, uh, see how that looks on Quest. I don't know if it'll be clear or not, but <laughs> um, yeah, that one that one would be one of my more excited projects to make. Um, I am a big fan of shotguns more so than anything else, so uh, I definitely pour mm. my heart out to stuff like that. Um, just to talk about. Um, passion projects more even though this is more of a future avatar is what you're asking about um uh was this guy here with the shotgun here fully customizable and stuff so just as a little example of um being able to customize your stuff you can spawn a workbench in with this um and go full i was inspired by the last of us 
uh, part one, part two with the animations as you tinker with your weapon. So I made it with this one, that was actually so really that cool. you can grab a yeah. So I made it uh, so you can grab a screwdriver and you can actually like pop the pump off and stuff. Uh, grab like a Palmer one, stick it on, and then uh, screw it back in place. Uh, same thing with the stock on this. You can swap out the wooden stock for a Palmer one, nice black one. Uh, and if you do have the wood grips still on, you can do stuff like grab like a sandpaper grit tool, and you can uh, just scrub this thing down to get rid of the shininess of the shotgun, or grab a chemical cloth, wipe it down, and it'll reshine the shoddy. Uh, same thing with like the pistol and stuff. You can pop off the pistol grip of the pistol, the 1911. Swap it out for like a nice um, Palmer one, nice black plastic grip. Make it shiny, make it rough. Uh, you can screw on ergomatic grips, new reflex sights, put on a compensator physically and just like reach and do all this stuff. So I was inspired by The Last of Us to do that because I, uh, I'm definitely one of those guys who would um, just sit there and watch every animation as you attach the new attachments onto your guns and games because uh, that stuff is just pure freaking art with the um, animations. And I, I've also uh, been the kind of fella to just sit there and watch every reload animation from like Every COD game or whatever, mainly just the new ones because they pay the most attention to stuff. So, see the cool like uh, Battlefield Four um, mag flips and stuff with the AN94 or um, yep. tack reloads and sleight of hand reloads, all this kind of stuff. And that's mainly the inspiration for I want like guns to be done right for these kind of avies and stuff like that. Is I pay such a detail to how the guns are um, managed in each game and stuff like that. And, how they're treated, and I think that is excellent to have that extra detail to physically be in that space as that protagonist or yourself in the game. Absolutely. So, shotgun yeah. specialist. I agree. <laughs> and, I, and I agree with you when it comes to Last of Us. As much as I haven't played Last of Us because Naughty Dog still hates Xbox. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yep, but we'll yep. get to that on another day. But I've seen a lot of <laughs> gameplay of the new Last of Us, and I, the first time I actually saw that at the upgrade station where he was actually, or, the, or whichever character you uh, you were using, depending on what game you were playing, and you mm. were actually upgrading the gun, like taking out the old part and replacing it with the new one, screwing it, uh, screwing it in. Like that simple, subtle detail. I, they could have easily just done a soundbite of a wrench turning, and then boom, it's upgraded. But they actually, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dismantling it, upgrading it. Yeah. A subtle touch like that just gives up more personality and a little bit more immersion of, like, I actually did this. So, the fact oh, that you're yeah. wanting to bring a mechanic like that into VR chat is not anything yeah, I would see, able. I, I would think I would ever be able to see in this game. I still find it crazy that I can actually interact with my own fucking ears. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, every time I find myself <laughs> uh, messing around with uh, anything like pliers or um, uh, hammers and uh, little, uh, what's it called, um, tools and stuff like that, I always find myself just kind of picturing the uh, animations from Last of Us. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely want to add more is kind of what that's telling me is uh, I, I definitely want to do more workbench stuff like this one because uh, you can you know, pick your weapon off your holster and stuff like that um, uh, afterwards, and it's exactly how you've modified it and whatnot. It's uh, so also the little bonus of me making it so you could take the backpack off, set it on the bench, and it'll play uh, Last of Us music with, like, a little option if you want to listen to the guitar <laughs> strums as you modify your weapon, because <laughs> it's such a nice little touch. <laughs> oh. yeah, so. Jesus, all right. Or, or like, like, turn on the, the workbench light. Avatars, then Cyberpunk's launch. Genuinely. 
Just to go I like the guns in that game too. They're <laughs> unique. Just went, Damn. What happened? I'm actually <laughs> very curious. How long does a, a usual avatar take for you to create? Usually about like a week or so. Uh, I spend on the avatar. The first day or two is concepting because I do. Uh, I like my avatars to stand out, and I don't really like to just kind of take a model straight from a game because. That seems that feels cheap to me. I like to um, concept it a little bit. Be like, okay, this guy's a tinker and stuff, so I'm going to give him like uh, a nice like flannel uh, and stuff. You can customize to be a fatigue if you like, um, and kind of give him a bit more like skeleton gloves and less of a, a combat thing, just light armor that kind of thing. Um, and then I move into rigging him. Um, and once he gets into VR chat, usually the second or third day, um, everyone can look at it and test it and have it in early access so if I see issues with it then I can change the skeleton and make sure that everything works a bit better. Takes another day or two for um, weapons and whatnot. Uh, but before that I usually have all the outfit customization you can toggle this arm or make it a bit lighter here, take off the face mask, this part, blah 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 um, and make your character look unique and then the days after as the week comes to an end is usually okay, it looks unique, but now you can functionally use it and have some cool stuff with it and stuff. Uh, pump action this and all the cool features. Um, I ideally try to get stuff in VR chat that hasn't been seen before, so i.e. the workbench this, or the helicopter being able to lift people out and that kind of thing. So uh, sometimes it takes a little extra time to do those kind of features, but I ideally like to get it done in about a week or two. So. Yeah, that's literally all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the bells and whistles. Yeah, all the bells and whistles. Depends on how caffeinated I am. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a ridiculous turnaround right there. <laughs> what was it? Uh, when I first made the world that houses all my avatars and whatnot, the Musketeer safe house is. Um, uh, I, I kept a uh, trash can in the, the spawn room, which canonically held all the coffee cups that I, I spent working on the map. It still kind of does. <laughs> it's, it's a bit overflowing, but... Just so. overflowing with Starbucks cups and macchiatos. Uh, uh, I'm Canadian, so it, it's nothing but like a bunch of Tim Hortons oh, cups. And then I... Uh, yeah, Hortons. so I... Uh, oh, God. I, I didn't understand nor wanted to take the time to research anything copyright. And every time I went to other worlds, um, everyone else just kind of had like some really cheesy uh, change of name, you know, the the Bepis or something of Daisy being Pepsi and that kind of thing, or <laughs> or Zoka Cola and that kind of stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just I, I took the texture for the Tim Hortons cup and I just changed it to uh, Timmy Gorton's, and now I just have a bunch of crates in the safe house that say T Gorton's Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is absolutely fucking fantastic but then, <laughs> but then mikey did ask a good a good question what, what was your question here mikey what what question? do you fucking what sleep at all during this process <laughs> oh mostly kind of <laughs> kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How maybe. many hours do you sleep uh, per week? Yes. I, 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 I do sleep, but uh, I, I do sleep pretty decently. I think probably like uh, six hours or something during weekdays. But <laughs> um, 
I, I, I get home from work and um, usually I, uh, I, I like to just work on the avatars uh, and a lot of people can think to themselves like, man, I could not imagine uh, sitting there programming every day and do it of your own volition and whatnot. But to me, I can look at plate carriers and guns all day and I'm entertained thoroughly so especially like picking out the stuff and being able to make your uh, grenade go a little extra boom and that kind of thing that makes me uh, happy it entertains me a good bit and that's why i can always keep making these avatars is it's always just so interesting uh one of my avatars has like i think a korea i forget if it's korean or J japanese but it's a really cool it's called the uh dev tac tactical helmet i'm probably missing one other word in that name there but um uh, you know, just adding like top of the line military stuff and being like, oh, they actually have a model for this, even though this weapon like just came out like months ago or something like that or like uh, weeks ago kind of thing. So, Keltec, P50s, that stuff. Just super cool to see that stuff in VR chat. I really like adding things to VR chat that you never see before, um, like that uh, uh, functional like uh, battle rifle version of the vector, the G56. Or the Keltec P50 being like this pistol that takes a P90 magazine that you open up like a light machine gun. No, but uh, okay. seeing cool new military stuff makes my eyes shine. <laughs> so I get that when you when you're passionate about it, it gives you that feel to just go go go. And a lot of people, as, yeah. I don't get how so many people don't have hobbies that they're really like send it about these days. They're, they're I Oh, that seems like it takes a lot of work and then you're tired. And what about work all day? And I, I, so I'm a car guy and I've been no, in, yep. no, in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere, rewiring a $500 car back together so we can drive the 50 miles back from where we bought it from. And we'll get to <laughs> home at like 3 a.m., have to be at work at 7 to open the place up, open the place up. And that's just that's part of the culture. Like you're willing to commit the time the effort and the loss of sleep and even the stress of trying to wire something on the side of the freeway with a flashlight in your mouth and some duct tape and <laughs> when you're really committed to it like especially with the, how passionate you get with talking about all the endeavors for your research and then the application there's so many mm. people who don't get that and it blows my mind because this is our passion project we no. do the cars. You're clearly committed to your work. Because like I said, your turnaround time's nuts. We have people who won't answer <laughs> your reply in two weeks, let alone get it done. <laughs> um, it is, it is wild, it's, man. Like my, my philosophy is just like everybody has some sort of recreational passion outside of your, outside of your regular nine to five, whatever have you. There, it has to be something that somebody's passionate about. I'm never going to judge people for what they're passionate about because then that makes me a shitter. Like, just because I can't yeah. ice skate doesn't mean I'm going to shit on somebody who can and they're very passionate about it. There's people that are passionate yeah. about, you know, the anime they watch. You have, you have like, the hardcore talkers and weaves that are all about it. Granted, some of them are gatekeeping assholes. We, yeah. But, um, <laughs> so... If when people, I I don't want people to like look like look at you and be like, oh, he's just like staring at a coding screen all day. No, he's having fun doing what he's doing. You should find something you're you have the same passionate about and do the same. Whatever it is, yeah, crochet yeah. maybe needlepoint. <laughs> Dude, used to, know used to be mad good at crocheting. Remember, we spent one day in like grade crocheted? one. Dude, we spent one day in grade grade one. And we learned crochet, and then it was like a, a whole year of me being able to like make blankets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> from making blankets to making arms. 
<laughs> it gotta be a jack of all trades. Quilt to M and K. I'll never say uh, this bad about crocheting, man. Oh, I don't know anything about it now. After that, after that year, that 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 storage space in my brain was removed for guns. It was it was gone. Was that max storage capacity? Oh, yeah. I was just like, uh... yeah. So my mom does yeah. custom crochet stuff, and she made a Gyarados, uh-huh. the Pokemon, about four feet long with the scale wire skeleton. <laughs> so you can pose it, you can wrap it around stuff. Uh, she's done Gengar, she's done Bulbasaur, she's done Ultraman, uh, a bunch of Digimon. She did the artist formerly known as Prince. Like I've seen some wild oh shit come out of crochet, so that one's always got respect for me forever. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, pixel art almost when it comes to stuff like that. And uh, that that was one mm-hmm. thing um, that. I think is probably the earliest I can think of of me just being a geek for making cool military stuff was um, uh, pixel art in a way. So I, I'd play um, the mobile game. Uh, what was it? Pixel Gun 3D. Once you unlocked like your oh, custom man. skin creator and stuff, uh, that was all. I literally just logged onto that app only to create characters and stuff. So I think that's probably the earliest it goes back for um, just being able to make my own like military characters there with their own little like flannels and plate carriers and stuff. So, uh, man, so fun, <laughs> but it's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, uh, how I played fallout four. It's you know, you hop onto the game purely just to do the uh, opposite of the purpose of it. So fallout four, I don't play the story. I just play solo Daisy and that stuff. Pixel gun. There's a game to it. I'm kind of, Kind of more on the customization and nothing more. <laughs> but it's all about making your own fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as you're Last time, pretty good. Yeah, I love this uh, shit. Was, Trust me, I. Yeah. I've had VR the least, uh, like the like the least amount of time out of the entire group, but I've probably logged in more hours than uh, than all of us. Well, <laughs> out, of, out of the out of out of out of the no skill group. I don't know. I think Brandon's got you beat. No, I haven't uh, been. I've already, I've already surpassed two hundred hours. I'm at two sixty. Oh, I think I'm at, I think, I think I'm at two sixty seven. So I'm still at two sixty range. Nah, I kind of had look. to take a break because I fried my PC and I need to get another one. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, I can only imagine what mine looks like it with my two hundred fifty five as well, man. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Oh, I, I could okay. only imagine what mine would be like if I incorporated my uh, quest playtime with my Steam playtime. <laughs> hey, it counts. Don't it counts. Know, or don't remember either, though. Yep. I'm gonna say easily, easily quad digits. Yeah, possible. There's a good chance of it. <laughs> but if we, but if if right, we incorporated we... VR in general, then boy, I got you beat. <laughs> Cause damn, I played <laughs> oh, so many VR games, especially uh, between Quest and oh, Steam. Probably. Jesus. Oof. I love oh, VR. probably. Oh, probably. I did burn through Battle <laughs> Sisters in in two days on a torn meniscus. I am a fucking champion. All right, real, real quick though, idiot. because we will be getting close to time. Uh, fuck you. I still played, but um, you had a torn meniscus. We will be getting. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Problem. Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> we will be getting All close right. to time here soon, I think. So we so we talked about your and again, this is where I love doing this, especially when it comes to COD enthusiasts. So and we again we did this with Ghost. We got your favorite COD, and this is where we might have to have a little bit of a discussion. Oh yes. Talk to me. What is your worst cod? What cod do you think just is stinky, needs to go in the garbage disposal, and then thrown to the hounds? Hmm. I won't incorporate anything that I haven't played, because I think that's probably pretty spicy to say that a game's bad if I haven't played it. Uh, so, I'd have to say... Yeah, I, I haven't played Vanguard, but I have some very strong feelings about that one. Um, same mm. with inf- or Advanced Warfare. I think that one was pretty alright, but um, yeah, I, I yeah, have some supply drops and stuff. Good. See, I yeah. liked and Advanced Warfare because it was something different. Like, the, the actual yeah, exactly. little At the time, it was I, the I remember I remember playing at my buddy's house when Advanced Warfare was new, and we were playing on his little box TV and whatnot with his PlayStation <laughs> uh, 3 or something like that, uh, and that, that was good times. I, I did enjoy it uh, off of that, but I didn't own it because of the supply drop system. And then the last one that I haven't played that I, again, have strong feelings for was probably Cold War, just because... Oh man, I'm a gun nut, and I just see guns getting butchered and spliced and welded in so many places, and I'm like, dude, please stop! It hurts. I have to look at this in the in the war zone menu, and it just hurts. Like, why is why is that barrel on the AK? That's an MG42s and all that kind of stuff. But uh, games that I have played uh, is everything other than those ones. Um, oh man. Uh, so I'd probably say uh, Black Ops Four is pretty pretty down the drain off of the fact that there's a lack of content with the campaign and all that, and zombies got uh, kind of blended, blended. Uh, and then Black Ops 3 stole my wallet off of my own consent because of the supply drop system, so I have some strong feelings <laughs> yeah. off of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Black Ops 3 was really... I played, I played so much of it, oh and I had God. so good of a time, I think, and it's probably my least favorite one, just because when I hear the main theme for it, I just think of my wallet getting set on fire, and that's like the <laughs> only thing I put too much cash into that game. I I will always have very strong dislike towards it, just because I bought too much stuff on it. And, uh, the balance wasn't even that good in that game, but zombies was fun. <laughs> See, that's that's what happened to me and advanced warfare with the supply drops. Because again, as a quick scope sniper, yeah. and then especially with some of the with, with some of the guns that you could pull from the supply drops, that were yeah. just stupid. Overpowered. You start you start like, getting the supply drop go, only weapons. <laughs> well, everybody was trying to go for like the obsidian steve for the bow twenty seven. Then there was the 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 speakeasy for the ASM one because it had a fucking fifty round drum, and then the quick bolt for your quick scope yeah. snipers because the 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 re. Uh, the rechambering was a, a just a little bit faster. Like you can rack in a oh, new shell yeah. just slightly faster than than your than your standard mores. So I was just like, oh, and then also the cosmetics for your exosuit. I got I got my hands on that yep. tentacle yeah. blue blue one. Yep. <laughs> they had such they had so much customization. I imagine I probably would have enjoyed that a good bit if I were to put the amount of Black Ops three money into Advanced Warfare. But <laughs> um, yeah, they had the uh, was it um weapons that were specific for the supply drops in bo3 and um uh you had the end game taunts that a lot of people wanted and stuff being able to call in raps when you're playing as like the uh uh, hooded bow lady and that kind of stuff yeah yeah 
some cool voice lines that came with them and everything. So, ah, so much money. <laughs> that was just a cringy ruined man that wanted to, uh, for those that know, ruined man's wanted to pants everybody. His shock sticks were incredible in BO3. Uh, you, was the, I got so many, I got so many quads and five off of that shit. Seraph, that that that's her name. Seraph, the what, lady the, with the hand uh-huh. cannon. I loved that. The loved the that. annihilator. Yeah, the annihilator. Yeah. I Wasn't her other ability like crazy. better score streaks or something? I think it was. Um, you can get bonus. You get bonus score. points per kill. Yeah, bonus score per kill. That was also really yeah. fun to go for like high kill streaks with. That was fun. Yeah. It would and it would clutch up, and then you had everybody with a I, I forgot her name, but she had the war machine where she was just popping nuggets battery. from cross map, exploding people at spawn. Fu- oh yeah, battery. battery. Well, what about the uh, fucker? Remember, the remember how they had like thirty? <clears throat> the hive mind? Oh, nomad, nomad, the dude with nomad. the slingshot mines. You know, the walk oh, right by yes, and get swarmed yes, yeah, by those yeah, nanobots. Yeah. Those were annoying as shit. Uh, like, hey, that was no man because his other ability was the was the ability to uh, to respawn. Uh, he'd smoke bomb himself, then he could respawn. That was his uh, that was his tactical ability. Yeah. If you went, if you went with the tactical one, but his other one was the uh, was the bees. I hated yeah. those things so Not much. The um, remember how they added oh, like thirty oh, melee weapons to the supply drops, despite it being oh, a first yeah. person shooter. <laughs> I remember that. There's <laughs> like there's <laughs> like 30 melee so weapons. <laughs> it's a first person shooter, man. Swords, the baseball bats. <laughs> right? They all had their, yeah. their own taunt. Like you had the baseball bat, you had yeah. actually paint swinging, you hear sound, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like the mannequin sick. arm that just pops. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you got. If you guys uh, didn't experience like doing um, uh, melee only custom matches for, uh, in free for all with your buddies, oh yeah, we yeah, did. it was too what much fun, I... too much fun with the sliding and the jumping, and it was so fun, so fun with uh, melee. Uh, it's probably the best uh, bit of gameplay I've ever had out of that game, besides maybe a little Pair bit of, of zombies. Was just doing. Dude, my yep. buddy Jonah, we would do we would do a melee uh, melee only match, and he had yeah he just had a wrench with the uh, with the that, acid that, green that camo me. that came with the game if you pre ordered it. No, Jonah had it too, oh. and uh, he was one of those. He got very possessive of a video game melee weapon to where I killed him, picked up his wrench, killed him with it. Oh no, I'm sorry, he he had a crowbar. It was a yeah. crowbar, and oh yeah. So I killed him with his own crowbar, and then all of a sudden, you just hear in the party, "Is that my fucking crowbar? I'll kill you!" But <laughs> like, you're gonna respond <laughs> with another bark? one. Uh, <laughs> you know what was one thing that? <laughs> one thing I did really Sorry, enjoy uh, that I think that I think uh, only Black Ops Three did. I don't know if Ford did it because I don't remember. But uh, the custom paint jobs on your weapons—that was super super cool. Being able to um, nice. have your own really quickly. Yeah, I got, I got what you could call uh, spicy. I always made super cool, like edgy stuff on it. Uh, I remember trying to like model like every perk onto the side of my. What was the name? Ves- Vesper? No, the other one. VMP. Yeah, VMP That's it. VMP. VMP. I was about to say there's Vesper, yeah. the VMP, and the Weevil. Those were the three OP ones. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So my my VMP, which I religiously used in zombies, I put like every perk symbol on with the uh, customization stuff, and that was super fun. Call yeah. it like my Perca Cola camo or something. I remember. Yeah, uh, that's pretty dope. Uh, 
Yeah, I remember back then I I, I was like uh, partially trolling my my buddies into thinking that I earned it or something. It was like an actual in-game camo or something, but. <laughs> Oh, I knew that was going to be a, I knew like creating your own camo skins were going to be a risk because it's the same generation of people on BO2 that could create their own college <laughs> cards, hits, Pokemon, and FaZe Clan logos, and, and 420 shit. But hey, it's all my like, yeah, yeah, These people that created were. that. Anime portraits I spent 30 hours on. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. There you were emblems the- that were freaking awesome with just the limited amount of slots that you had. There were some really cool ones. Yeah. I'm oh, still yeah. jealous of your Charmander. What <laughs> Charmander looks yeah, like I remember, hit by a bus. <laughs> I remember looking up the guides on YouTube and stuff. My you, go, you go to YouTube to look Charmander. up how to make the uh, super cool emblems. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You can sit here considering reminisce about about bo2 and old school cod all damn day but i think we are getting we're we're close to time if not overtime all right about Brandon, 120. one more oh, time i can about talk about 120 never mind we got time we're not closing out just yet don't you move okay yeah well uh okay, so interesting little over. thing hmm. uh, oh. Oh, oh, if you guys are moving into folks. something no i'm not saying anything <laughs> I was about uh, to say something look. to the conversation uh, got... we just had. Hmm. Uh, I was just, also going to point out, oh, if was... I remember correctly, BO4 did not have the weapon editor what they had to replace custom, um, ver- uh, I guess, camos or whatever. They just added the Mark II variants, if you guys remember that shit, or the reactive camos. Right? The whole reactive Blech. camo thing. Wasn't that what... So, like, the whole reactive camo... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Either you got it out of a supply mm-hmm. drop, or you bought it from the store, and literally, after, mm-hmm. the gun changes as you get kills. That's what they That's what they went for. Yeah. yeah. All right, because that, that's what the... That, whatever that final camo for the camo challenge was, it, it was a therm... It became a thermal thing, where it started out purple, and then it started glowing brighter and brighter and brighter, and then if you got... I want to say it was, like, 30 kills in a match... Uh, it would just turn red and have, have spikes shooting out of the side. Well, it, talking about, talking about and the only time matter, I got to use it is because that man. Just, yeah, I, I went for that. That's You're talking about dark matter, but the only thing about that is that uh, you were able to earn it, unlike that other stuff where you bought it or you got lucky throw a supply drop. Oh, yeah, and I, and I know you had. I was just going to point out the yeah. fact that the only reason why I was able to actually use that gun is because once he got it, I'm not going to lie, I was this friend. Uh, I basically stood behind him, and I would wait for him to get killed just so I could pick it up. <laughs> I remember him every time. I was like, DJ, get, get I would outright pop a round off so it would flare me on the UAV. <laughs> they would point in his direction. I would duck and hide. He'd catch the strays, and then I would just be like, I got you. I'm going to go do something with it. <laughs> Uh, a cool little thing um, <laughs> was uh, I I want to have like a weapon with like an ammo counter on it because I've done that for like a Scar H, um, and you could like flick your thumb and it would change the fire mode. But I want to do something yep. like the alien. I want to do like the alien pulse rifle because I remember <clears throat> someone said to me uh, a little bit ago uh, about like doing stuff for like xenomorph things because I could add PvP to xenomorphs. And have the ammo counter working on like the little pulse rifle, and uh, I don't remember if it's an underbarrel shotgun or a grenade launcher on the gun. I think it's a shotgun, ain't it? Uh, 
Um, so that would be super, it. super, well, super. Technically both, yeah. She, I know in the movie, she yeah, just strapped a shotgun to it with the duct tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was it? Be able to make the uh, xenomorphs, if shot, like spread out like the green blood and things like that. That is one thing I do kind of want to mess around with P- with PvP a bit more is like make it so like you kind of have like these little splurts of blood from the impacts because right now it's just uh, something visual you see the like scratches and impacts of bullets and stuff. But it would be cool to make it so like you have your movement slowed down if you're getting shot or um, uh, have like a, a lot more like blood splurting and stuff. So doing that on Xenomorphs would probably be pretty satisfying, I think. Uh, because as I said, it like our, our community is for everyone to gather around and be able to, uh, um, collectively enjoy all of our, our cool military stuff from pretty much any universe, be it sci-fi or modern. Mainly I keep to modern for all my stuff, but, uh, you know, incorporating cool, like futuristic drones and like all that kind of thing ain't, uh, anything stranger to me. So, um, yeah, I would love to incorporate like that kind of stuff, I think. Cool pulse rifles. <laughs> so sick. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I mean to say that. <laughs> it's like he's just admiring the fan. Really? This man was <laughs> trying not to fan Tech- girl. I love sci-fi <laughs> shit so much. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do have uh, that I haven't really moved forward with, but I think would be excellent is uh, so as I said, my avatars are like cross avatar PvP. So if you use like um, uh, you know guy with a gun one and gun a guy with a gun two they can both damage uh and put like physical wounds and like blood splurts on the uh goat man if he's like charging at them and he's getting shot so both all avatars are compatible for the same pvp system so with that in mind i could technically arrange a beast battle of like xenomorphs versus like cave monsters or goat man or something like that if i really wanted to and it would work Yo. like a like a charm <laughs> so you'd have like a lot of like green blood and like red blood on the ground and stuff as everyone's like swiping and yeah <laughs> it'd be chivalry but sci-fi <laughs> it'd be so much fun we need an announcer to set it up like a wwe match just get everybody uh, all hyped up whole crowd watch you're michael yeah. calling jbl on speed dial vr chat <laughs> fucking Marlin screaming into man, uh, screaming at Mando through his own fucking headset. That was amazing. Uh, you, one thing I, I've Wait, probably enjoyed the most out of um, the uh, PvP system was I made a working weeping angel for VR chat, um, oh, which God. detects like it has like this giant range in front of it, or uh, the uh, survivors do, where it detects where their eyesight is. Uh, with like a limited range and whatnot, and Yo. so if you stare at the if you stare at the weeping angel, you can also change its uh, model, its skin, uh, because there's other stuff that does the same thing. So if you want to be SCP-173, the little sculpture dude, then you could swap it to that. Oh if you want to be Slenderman, I'm I'm a big I'm a big, big geek for Slender, so you could change it to Slender. So he stops in place. His locomotion gets disabled if uh, one of the civilians look at him. I also have it on one other avatar, the SCP guard. So once oh SCP-173 will hold still if the guard is looking at him. So I've, I've been kind of trying to think about implementing that with like a bunch of other stuff because I can still use that same eyesight detection stuff on things like uh, the what is it? the shy guy, SCP-096. 
So if you look at him, he goes into rage state. So it'd be like the opposite. You get frozen in place until someone looks at you, and that'd be super cool to implement. The you talking <sighs> about that reminds me of the many like hours I put into like I think it was like SCP Laboratory or something. It was like that um uh, multiplayer game where people just go into the laboratory and they're trying to escape while there's monsters and like maybe SCP guards trying to stop the prisoners from escaping. And oh my god, so many memories of doing that shit with friends. I'm like, if I can do that in VR, that'd be freaking awesome. No. I'm not going back yeah, to so I need you to know that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember this man came when we were playing Back for Blood. This is the same man that came up with Operation Abandoned DJ just to get a rock thrown out the back of his head later. <laughs> karma. <clears throat> yeah, instant karma. <laughs> it, was it was amazing. It was amazing. So Big geek admit, for all... When it, comes to, uh, when it comes to video games... Yeah. So, uh, sorry. I was gonna say I can admit when it comes to video games, I am the I am the uh, the class sag ass. Half the time I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I'm just gonna follow these guys and maybe be led to victory. <laughs> but then, <laughs> on occasion, dumb dumb strength kicks in, and I go, I can take that big motherfucker down. I got a pipe <laughs> bomb and a pistol. I don't care that he's thirty feet tall. Gets bodied immediately. Guys, <laughs> he hurt <clears throat> me. Oh, that does that does Assistance. remind me. Um, uh, speaking of big guys, I I do want to. Uh, I I have done like boss battles for VR chat with my avatars that are like oh. integrated in, and I want to do it more. But I'll I'll give you I'll give you a good example of a boss fight for VR chat. I made this um futuristic faction uh for our community. We have like three original factions, being like the Musketeers. PMC general use, um, you know, takes any contract kind of thing is the whole gist of it. So you can, it gives us an excuse to be able to do backrooms events, SCP or MTFs for hire, uh, and that kind of stuff. And then we have <clears throat> our newest added one, um, being the Brimstone Reapers advanced agency kind of thing. I'll come back to them in a second. And then you have Kodiak, which are more grounded in reality kind of thing for like really base military stuff other than like the occasional <coughs> drum mag uh, on things, but <laughs> uh, brim Brimstone Reapers. Uh, their introduction to our server was me creating a uh, or using a model for a mech, rigging it and readying it for VR chat and doing a whole bunch of programming uh, and like separating meshes and models and blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff, to work perfectly with the PvP that's existent on the avatars. So that when the one big guy with the mech avatar spawns in and turns on PvP. Everyone else has their PvP on and they have the mech visible and everyone has avatar interactions on. All the conditions are met, right? You, you can then ensue, and technically in any map you want, a boss battle where if you hit the weak points of the elbows, uh, the knees, uh, and the chest and legs and that kind of stuff, you can then see sparks start appearing on them until like hundreds of shots have been hit into these things on this giant mech that has like a grenade launcher on one arm and a minigun on the other and a face cannon. You can then watch as the arm that has taken enough damage get separated and then it becomes a particle. So then you shoot the mech enough times, arm 
snaps off, and then you can watch it slowly with all that weight collapse onto the ground, and it'll sit there for like a little bit during the boss fight, and then as he takes more damage, you start seeing the lag pieces like popping off if they're starting to target the lags, and then they go after the one remaining cannon, so then they snap the other arm and it slowly falls and collapses onto the ground, and then you just have the mech using the face cannon, chest starts getting messed up until it finally gets destroyed, and then you have the slow animation where the uh, Starting from the bottom, you have a boom as the legs split, boom as the chest splits, and boom as the head splits. So, uh, nice little bus fight integrated in VR chat. And I kind of want to do some uh, Back for Blood stuff where it's more biological, like Resident Evil creatures where you're shooting pus sacks and stuff like that. But Max are the easiest thing to do because you're just Let's snapping go. things. But. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to move with more boss fight stuff. Oh, dude, I could go into the Xenomorph stuff. You get the queen. <laughs> oh, dude. Sorry, I got the biggest smile on my face right now. I, I, I love body horror and sci-fi. I don't know if I'll do Xenomorph uh, uh, stuff soon, down. but I'm a half smile down you, there, not full smile. You are, <laughs> you are fucking nasty, and that was me. <laughs> oh, I agree oh, with you. Oh, I get to hear that about the guy whose model we got to check every week to make sure it's not against TOS. He's absolutely lying. I'm ready to go, and I'm always pristine every time, okay? There's definitely not 45 minutes where I have to outfit change, like earlier when I accidentally was in my... Uh, yes. Hi. You up in your birthday suit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Coachella, dude. That place. Oh, my you God. You're going to Coachella. Anyways. I know. They're not supposed to know that, though. You're freaking <laughs> the immersion. Shit. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here to talk about oh sci fi shit and guns. Let's go. <laughs> Granted, I am. This is what this is what I love. Like, dude, you, you currently, right now, you are holding the record. You're trouncing everybody that we've had on the show. You're trouncing the, rest, or the record of making three full grown ass men go, wow. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Because everything you said just sounded so amazing, and then to boot, he's doing his best to make it all quest friendly for people that only only have a quest available to them and not a PC, and that is mm -hmm. completely insane. It's amazing. It makes even me, even though I have a PC now, it still makes me feel like, hey, I even I feel included in this shit. Because that's where I came from was just was just using a, a simple yeah. quest, <laughs> and exactly. So that so I think this entire thing is incredible. You are you. Hands down, one of my favorite guests that, I, that I've had on this podcast. This is this is absolutely amazing. I want to oh, get you and mine. Ghost on here one day, just like 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 both of you on here. I think that would be a crazy fun episode. Just talking uh, about like Call be Duty and like military stuff. <laughs> we'd be bickering better. Damn, even better. We do the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> Ain't nothing different. Well, you've seen it on we'll three occasions tonight. Me, this man's just like the fuck you looking at? Like I'm just looking over here. Damn. <laughs> they quit touching my ears. I didn't do that. I will. <laughs> will say, don't don't get well, legally. I have to say, don't get excited with the stuff that I'm saying is a good idea to make because it's a good idea to make. But with how much detail I add to each avatar, it could be like months in the future. It could be like three. So like. Give it a minute. <laughs> if, it, if I say it's already out, Completely cool, get excited. If I say it's a good idea and I would love to make it, 
don't expect it like tomorrow because it could be a couple months. I don't, I don't know if it's already out yet or if it's coming like soon. Oh, yeah, this stuff takes time. <laughs> just understand for some, yeah. for some of this crea- for, for anything a- that's that's creation. Yeah, I'm just the I'm the kind of fella who, uh, uh, like, with a lot more of the advanced stuff that you don't see in VR chat until they're like made by myself for the military things like the helicopter extraction and things like that. I'm ideally just going through my everyday tasks, and my brain is for some reason constantly calculating parameters and conditions on the avatar I'm making. So it'll just <laughs> pop into head. Oh, that's how you program that. That's coming soon. I'll keep that in my <laughs> noggin for like a month or so. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that's how thermal worked. It, it sat in my brain for like a month, and then I, I just kind of like uh, decided to start doing some R and D for it until it came out. So, but yeah, so like no. <laughs> understand, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to any sort of creation, like content creation, or just even creating uh, stuff for for VR chat, it's all gonna take a little bit of time. Even though he's talking about it with in depth detail, he still needs to create it. Just like when we talk about some of the things that we're gonna do, we probably haven't even recorded yet. Hell, one of us probably doesn't even have the game downloaded. Probably me, but just know. <laughs> It's in the works and it's coming, and I am so excited to see what is next for you, like creation-wise, like everything that you talked about tonight. I'm, I was already visualizing in my head of like, oh, dude, that just the visual thought alone, like that sounds incredible. Like I'm geeking over here. You are absolutely fucking talented. Oh yeah, you're absolutely talented. Trust me, you you you've already got a fan out of me. Like before we even turned the camera on, when he was like flipping through some of his uh th- some of his avatars, he had this one spiffy one. I should probably I probably shouldn't say that, but um, yeah, let's just say it was a really nice avatar. They starts pulling guns out of his fucking pockets. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck yeah. All right, now I know for sure we're getting the- close to close. We have to be. We oh, we right. are. We are. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I figured. I just caught the time through a little crease in my in my head that you guys don't know about, and I looked at my clock and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Right there. Heck. I said it was right I know there. Thing is in. Get out of here, gang, green gang. Go back to Papa <laughs> Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and now, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's outro time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the outro end of this episode of the Dosco Podcast. This is absolutely amazing. I realize now, after almost two hours, I never introduced us. Hi, I'm DJ. That's Mikey. That's a dragon. Um, his name is Brandon. Um, Arbiter, it has been an honor and a pleasure, my friend. This has been so much fun. And again, you already have a fan out of me because everything you said tonight was has me excited for what for what you're going to create next. And I'm definitely going to be tuning in. Uh, now we're going to start. We're going to start down the line. We're going to, and then we're going to end with you. Uh, All righty, <laughs> Mikey. Any closing arguments, closing statements you want to say to the folks? Something you want to say to Mr. Arbiter? Uh, two things. One, I've just been fangirling here, so if I've been quiet or groaning, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's me containing myself in my seat. I don't want to hear about it, because I know people that watch <laughs> Then I have to hear about it on Monday after we record. Uh, um, So yeah, that's what that was. And uh, two, man, it, how to phrase this without sounding mean, 
there genuinely aren't enough people creating in communities these days where the community is their first priority. It's usually ego. It's usually turning a quick buck. It sometimes it's even just this weird delusional complex, but the fact that you put in the work, you put in the work for accessibility overall, and then that you have fun with it. You're, you're clearly highly passionate about it. You had all three of us sitting here completely <laughs> silent, just waiting for the next word. Dude, especially with me being fun. silent, that's uh, that says a lot. That's something. That's something. <laughs> that's something. <clears throat> that's Charlie, I don't know how to <laughs> shut that. the fuck up. but uh no dude it's been fun i've enjoyed the hell out of myself this has been a blast i'm excited i want to go start digging into more stuff i didn't know about or things i only have these ideas of and uh, i have some more fun projects (laughs) i hope that we're gonna see some more cool (laughs) shit not just from you but from potentially people inspired this is a good example right here folks yeah, as I said, we are trying to make it so like people have easier access to being able to make military avatars. I'm more than happy to get people rolling on that kind of stuff. And as I f- mm-hmm. further develop like my my little package for doing all the night vision and all that kind of stuff, that's going to become widespread. And hopefully, you can see like avatars uh, more often in the future. Uh, whenever you go to a Call of Duty world, um, like ghosts or uh, you know, uh, anything making military stuff, SCP stuff, backrooms, whatever, that you get to see night vision in the avatars, that you get to see uh, functionality and all that kind of cool stuff. We're just trying to get it out to more communities um, and always welcoming for it. All right. Well, uh, let me let you have your outro. <laughs> well, I've already I've said my piece, but uh, the last thing we're just going to say is the right. users, he's looking, out, he's looking out for y'all. So, uh, you know, I'll get ready for that. Brandon, send it over to you. Anything you want to say to the folks? Anything you want to say to Arbiter? Um, other than you, you have a fan, and I'm very excited to see what else you can create in the future. <laughs> uh, shit. As before we even recorded this, as I'm watching you pull out avatars and all that, I took the time and just joined the group, freaking Musket- the Musketeers group on VR check because I'm like, I need to be a part of this. <laughs> he was on full smile. <laughs> you did that shit quick, fast, in a hurry. All right, then lastly, but certainly not leastly, Arbiter, tell the folks who you are. Plug yourself. Let's see. Let's talk to them. Yes, no. yes. Yeah. Uh, so... If you want to have a welcoming community and all that kind of stuff, and you just kind of want to geek out over cool stuff, uh, our community, the Musketeers, we are very welcoming to every individual. Everyone's welcome to it. Um, the main thing is to just, you know, uh, treat everyone with respect, and you know, don't don't force ideas into other people. You know, uh, respect mm-hmm. everyone, and um, you know. Uh, thank you, I suppose, to all the fantastic creators within it, because we have so many people who are either starting or they helped uh, one another, like myself, to get rolling on the road here. People like Ghost.Mitty that these fine fellows have had on the podcast before. Other Avatar creators like uh, uh, another Wilson, uh, Lemon, being fantastic for giving the particles, and Wilson teaching me how to get things to go pew-pew um, many months ago. Uh and um lazy for being uh fantastic with helping with troubleshooting and stuff like that but otherwise if you like to geek out over cool military stuff we're all here we're all fine gents and ladies and fellas and all the good all the good peoples so that's about all she wrote (laughs) 
Any personal yeah, social you want to plug? You. <laughs> oh, yes. Discord slash the Musketeers for uh, the server itself. I myself um, am more than welcome to uh, greet everyone in VR chat. I don't really have anything other than mainly Discord for reaching me. Uh, could maybe move to Twitter eventually, but we'll see about that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, it's mainly just the Discord. <laughs> All right, all right, ladies and germs. This has now concluded the episode of the No Skill Podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us. I would like you to know that down below there are some buttons in the comment section, and I highly suggest that you do whatever you want to with them. Thank you for tuning in with us, Arbiter. Thank you again for hanging out with us, and we will see you guys in the next one.